Hello and welcome back to the Jumping Through Hoops podcast with myself, Hannah Murphy. I'm a mum of three and multiple business owner, and I have set this podcast up in order to serve you and to help you jump through the hoops of life and business. Let's begin. Welcome back to episode 42. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking to you all about how to build and nurture an email list. So this episode really is aimed at those of you who already have an established business or perhaps those of you who are thinking about starting one. Now, if you've already got an established business, you probably already have an email list. But how effective is it for you? Are you using it to its full potential? And most importantly, are you attracting business and making sales? Are you taking full advantage and are you being consistent in nurturing your list? So as entrepreneurs and business owners, having an email list is honestly the best way that we can market our product or brand. Because let's face it, social media now is completely saturated. And if we want to be seen and we want to stand out, then we have to spend a fortune, to be quite honest, on Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Pinterest ads. Every platform now, it's it's getting noisier and noisier. And if you want to stand out, then, you know, $20, £20 here and there for a, a sponsored ad that your ideal audience might see, it's not really going to cut it. You've got to have a huge marketing budget. So it's tough. And also, it's something I thought about a lot is, what if... Facebook disappeared tomorrow? What if Instagram disappeared? What if you get banned? Because that's happened a few times. I've had my page pulled because apparently I've posted something that doesn't meet the guidelines. It's happened to a lot of people. And there's a thing on Instagram that's called shadow banning. You post a, a hashtag that doesn't comply with the latest algorithm, you get shadow banned. So we don't have control of that. And if you're relying completely on social media to market to your ideal audience, then you know, you're going to come unstuck at some point. So an email list is absolutely vital because you have full control over it. And it's a great way that you can really start to foster relationships with your ideal client who hopefully will buy from you. (laughs) So I'm just going to go over a few points with you, um, a few things that I've done, okay, um, and a few things that I believe will work for you as well. So first off, you need to choose an email marketing platform. So you might already be using a platform and you might be quite happy with it. But if you're starting out, you might be thinking, oh, gosh, there's so much choice here. What where do I go? What do I choose? Okay, so when I first started out, I used MailChimp, um, which worked absolutely fine for for what I was doing initially. But then my list started to grow and with MailChimp, you have to pay more money, the more people you have on your list, basically. And I think that's probably the case with most platforms. Now, I have discovered recently a platform called Flowdesk. Now, I am going to leave a link in the show notes of this episode, because if you want to try Flowdesk, then there is actually a 30-day free trial with them. And thereafter, you can use my affiliate link and you can actually get a 50% off lifetime discount, which makes it $19 per month instead of 38. Okay, so I'm going to leave my link, as I say, my affiliate link in the show notes of this episode. But I'm just going to tell you why I really like it. Now, 
I love listening to Jenna Kutcher's podcasts. Now, if you haven't listened to her, then I highly, highly recommend that you go over and listen to Jenna Kutcher because I wouldn't have discovered Flowdesk without her. Uh, She actually introduced it to me. Now, they're a fairly new brand. Um, that's why it's, it's such a good time to get in with them because this price is fixed. Okay. It's $19 per month and that's unlimited. You can have as many people on your list as you like. Now, what I really like is all the templates with Flowdesk. There is so much choice. Okay. You can create some absolutely beautiful templates. So if you're blogging, if you're writing out posts, your list to, you know, if you're doing a weekly blog, um, which I do, I do a weekly, sometimes a twice weekly blog, then it it just looks nice, okay? Now, when I used to use MailChimp, which I'm sure they've changed now, and I'm sure they have some really nice fonts and, and different graphics as well to use, but I just found it very bland, okay? <laughs> now, I've got a creative business. It depends what your business is, okay? If if you've got a creative business, then Flowdesk is perfect. I'm not just saying that. Go and try the 30-day trial and you'll see for yourself. But you might be quite happy with your platform if you've got one already, okay? Or you might you might have one through your website as well. I use Wix uh, for my website hosting and they do actually have an email marketing platform. As I say, I use Flowdesk. I don't use the Wix one, but the Wix one does look quite good. Um, so, you know, you need to just try out a view and see what works for you and your business. So how are you going to get people on your list? How are you going to attract your ideal audience? Now, what I do is I create a series of free opt-ins. And this is the best way that you can get people to sign up to your list. Because let's face it, they're going to need a reason to sign up. Okay, someone might come onto your website and buy something as a one-off. They might be a repeat customer, but are they going to sign up? to your list? Are they going to want to hear from you? That's what you've got to try and draw them in with a reason to sign up to your list, to want to hear from you. So I do this by giving away freebies. And I say freebies, I... I don't spend an awful lot of time creating these freebies that I give away. So For example, I have a booklet on my website that people can sign up when they they look, they visit my website. Um, It comes up as an opt-in that they can download my free Find Your Business Idea and Niche Workbook. So it's only like a 10-page workbook that I put together about a year ago. And yeah, I had to spend a little bit of time creating it, making sure that the content was was good, was decent. It was something that was going to actually help people, but it's done. You know, I spent probably a half a day creating that. And then I put it on my website as a free giveaway. So people, they, they actually use it. Okay. And it's something that the people are going to find helpful. So they're going to give me their email address because they want my workbook. Okay. So think about what free giveaway, which free opt-in you could be using. How can you solve a problem or provide a solution to someone? That's what you need to be thinking. Okay. If you can think of those things, then chances are you're going to get people signing up to your list. Okay. So how can you solve a problem? or provide a solution to someone. Okay, you don't need to spend a long period of time on creating your free offer, but make it look attractive by using eye-catching graphics. Okay, as I say, Flowdesk I've used to create a lot of mine. Um, I also use something called Canva. 
I'm sure if you're a business owner already, you're aware of Canva. There's lots of other different graphic design websites that are free. They've got lots of free templates, uh, but Canva works perfectly for me. So I, I love Canva and I use it to create a lot of my free workbooks and my giveaways, as well as my paid resources. So some examples, other examples of free giveaways, okay, you could offer free tips and advice relevant to your business or service or a free quiz, okay? Quiz, quizzes are really good at the moment. Um, I, especially at the moment, if the time I'm recording this podcast, everyone's in lockdown. So people have a little bit more time on their hands. So they probably would be inclined to fill out your free quiz on your website, okay, on your opt-in. Uh, what you could also do is perhaps film a quick video tutorial on something. Now, perhaps if you're a hairdresser or a beauty therapist, you could offer a hair or beauty tip, a tutorial on a hair up or um, applying makeup, anything like that. Just something that's not going to be too time consuming, but something that's going to offer quality. And again, going back to offering that solution or, you know, trying to solve someone's problem. A reason for them to want to hear from you and to give you their email address. Okay, so when people sign up to the list, they're then to your list. They're going to then be directed, redirected to your free giveaway. Okay, um, it's quite technical, so I'm not going to explain it all in a podcast. What I am actually going to do instead is offer an online workshop at some point in the near future where I will actually talk through all of this. So if you're thinking, oh my gosh, well, opt-in, opt-in, how do I embed that into my website? How can I then share that with people? How how does it, you know, all the technical side of it, that for, for creative people, it's quite hard to get your head around. Okay. I did have to spend some time really trying to work it all out, but now I have, I can help you. So as I say, I think the best thing that I can do instead of explain it all on a podcast episode without you being able to see it is to offer a workshop where where I can talk you through the steps and we can all do it together. And and then you can go away with your free opt-in ready, um, ready to get people on your list. Okay. <laughs> so once you've created your opt-in, you can easily link it to your chosen email marketing platform and your website. Okay. And that's where people are going to sign up for your list. So as I say, just going back to the free opt-in, have a think about what that might be. Go back to those two questions. How are you going to solve a problem or how are you going to provide a solution to somebody? Okay, think about that when you're creating your opt-in. Moving on, so networking. Once you've created your free opt-in, how do you plan to share it with people? Okay, now, the best way for you to do this is to get out and network with others. It could be online or face-to-face. Now, obviously, as I say, going back to social media and Facebook, it's quite hard to get your posts seen by people, okay? And you'll know this. If you post on your page, I mean, it's happened to me, it just depends on the algorithm, you'll put a post up and, you know, you don't get any comments or likes half the time because, as I say, it's so noisy. Facebook is so oversaturated that it's very hard to get your posts seen because there's just so much on there. Okay, so the best way that you can network with people through social media is to reach out to people in groups. Okay, now don't get confused with spamming people. Nobody likes a spammer. (laughs) Okay, you know the minute there's someone trying to spam you and trying to hard sell to you and it's just annoying. It's, It's nothing more annoying than that. And, you know, you talk to someone, I'm sure you've had it, you start talking to someone 
And then next thing, your inbox is flooded and they're trying to get you to sign up to their MLM. Um, and, you know, and it's like, I'm sorry, but that's not the way to go. OK, that is that's spamming. You don't spam. You need to build and nurture relationships. You need to help people and provide a solution to them. OK, so have a look at some groups on Facebook where you may be able to help people and also get help for yourself as well. Where is your audience hanging out? That's what you need to think about. So obviously on Facebook now, um, Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn, depending on what your business is, okay? Have a think where your audience are hanging out. How old are they? Think about all of the different demographics, okay? Where, where are they located? What do they like? So I advise you to join some groups on Facebook and, and chat and get people can get to know you through the group. So just an example here. I'm a fitness instructor and I'm on a lot of the fitness instructor networking groups on Facebook. Okay. That I'm on, sometimes it's too many, <laughs> but I'm on ones for the UK, for Ireland, for the US, Australia. And, and people get to know you because you're spending time in these groups chatting to people. If someone pops a question up, if they're having an issue with something and a problem and you think you can solve it, then pop on and and help out, okay? Because they'll remember you and they'll remember your name. And the more you can try and do that and network with people, build relationships with people, that is how you're going to foster those human relationships, okay? And that is how people are going to get to know about you and your brand and your product, okay? So just remember that. That's what you need to, that's the way you need to go about it. Do not spam people on the first point of contact, okay? Don't spam them at all. <laughs> they say, okay, that sales posts should only be one in five. One in five posts should be a sales post, okay? The rest of the time, you should just be trying to help people and provide a solution and build a relationship, okay? So as I say, look at where your audience are going to be hanging out. I say hanging out. <laughs> where they're going to be spending time. Look at that, okay? Um, Okay, you just, as I say, look at your ideal audience. And I'm just going to actually go back and talk about an ideal audience for you because you might be thinking, who is my ideal audience? Who is that? You know, a sale is a sale. <laughs> well, it is. But if you're going to be building an opt-in, okay, and you're going to be networking with people, you need to know who you're aiming it at, okay? Who are the people you're going to be networking with? So think about your ideal client, and go into a lot of detail here. So with this, okay, you, I suggest that you create an avatar. So basically a profile of your ideal client. And this you can do by just writing it down, okay, thinking it in your head, or perhaps creating some kind of mood board, okay, of your ideal client, your avatar. So think about how old they are. Um, perhaps are, are they... Are they male or female? Are they both? Do they have a family? Where do they live? Where are they located? And what are their interests and hobbies? And how does that fit in your business? How can you solve a problem for them? And even think about where they might do their shopping, what car they might drive, and just just go into every single detail with it until you have a picture of this ideal client in your head, because that's going to help you know who you are targeting. Okay. And as I say, a mood board might really help you do this. And if you don't want to do a mood board, then at least write it down. Because if it's all in your head, it's quite hard to remember sometimes. 
And I'll go into a bit more detail on another episode um, on how to how to pinpoint your ideal client. Okay, but really get yourself asking who is your ideal client? Okay, because you'll need to know that, as I say, when you're building your opt-in and when you're building your email list. Okay, so I've covered networking. Now, what you now need to do is gain the trust of your audience. This is how you're going to sell to your audience. Is you need to gain their trust first. Okay, so once you start to gain subscribers, you need to start to foster a relationship with them. Because otherwise, they'll sign up for your freebie and then they'll just opt out, okay? And they won't bother to receive your emails. Some people will do that anyway, okay? That's normal. Don't be offended by it. Don't let it bother you because they weren't your ideal client, okay? Just think like that. But you want people to remain on your list. You want to win them over, okay? You don't want them all unsubscribing. So the key is to gain the trust of your audience so that they really feel like they know you. So when it comes to selling to them, they will be much more inclined to buy your product or service, okay? Especially over someone else, over your competitor. So getting your audience to know, love and trust you is key. And you can do this by speaking with your audience on a regular basis, okay? You you shouldn't just get them to sign up, maybe email them once and then maybe not bother for a month or so because they'll think, who who nerfs that? (laughs) Okay, you need to nurture and build that relationship from the offset, okay? So I, I blog on a Thursday to my email list, okay? I send them out um just sort of like a generally friendly email okay it's it's a fairly short and sweet one um i don't think people want to read too much uh sometimes if i have more to say then it'll be a bit longer but i'm always giving them some kind of motivational uplifting advice tips or some kind of free giveaway okay and then perhaps one in five of my blogs will be a salesy type of pitch okay but don't hard sell to don't keep hard selling to them because the people will just get fed up with it okay you know what i mean you've had it in your inbox when people just keep trying to sell to you and it's just no go away and delete (laughs) okay so don't be tempted to hard sell to your audience and never jump on them with sales pitches the moment they subscribe to your list okay definitely don't do that as i say approximately one in five of your emails to your subscribers should contain a sales pitch so keep your emails consistent all right as i say i send out my campaign once a week to everyone now you might want to do it twice um three times might be pushing it a bit just depends on what your business is and what you're offering but i would say a max of maybe twice a week to your list okay so your email content it could include interesting things that you've been up to tips and advice recommended books to read podcasts to listen to films to watch anything anything at all that is relevant to your business or service and that most importantly will make a good read okay and you need to make sure that the title stands out so that they're going to want to read it okay so your emails as i say only need to be short and sweet you don't need to spend hours coming up with content but make it memorable and leave your audience wanting more so next become the go-to expert in your field If you can become the go-to expert in your field, then you will find it easier to build and keep an email list, which consists of your ideal clientele, and they're going to repeat buy from you. So there are many ways you can establish yourself as an expert, but the best way to do this is to leverage any media opportunities. Now think about your business story. 
Okay, at the end of the day, story sells. Have you got a motivational story behind your business? We've all got a story. Okay, you might have to think about it for a little while, but you've got a story. We all do. Now, what are you offering that is unique? Think outside of the box. As as I say, we all have a story to tell and we're all offering something different, right? No business is the same. So think about, okay, what you are offering. And as I say, think outside the box. Your local newspaper or radio station will always be looking for stories to feature, all right? They need stories. And if you've got one, then you need to approach them, okay? Can you offer something in the way of expert advice, blogs, tips, anything that's relevant to your field, okay? Can you try and tie it in with a current story as well at the moment? Can you guest blog? Can you perhaps feature on people's podcasts? Okay, perhaps that, that's a really great thing to do at the moment, actually, is there's so many podcasts now and people are always looking for people to interview on their podcasts, okay? So share, share the audience, Okay, Twitter is a great place to seek out media opportunities, as that's where journalists mainly hang out. Now, I'm just going to give you a hashtag that you can follow if you're on Twitter. Okay, you can also sign up to this and receive their daily emails, which will send you any media opportunities. Now, the hashtag is journo requests. So that's J-O-U-R-N-O requests. Okay, so that's a really good hashtag to follow because that's the hashtag that journalists will use when they're looking for case studies. Okay, and chances are at some point you're going to have a story that a journalist is going to want to feature. And that is how you're going to become the go to expert in your field. Okay, any media opportunity is a good opportunity. All right, it's going to propel you out there against your competitor. So, hopefully, some of these tips have been quite useful. All right, I know I've only just touched on a lot of the subjects. And as I say, I'm going to do an online workshop um, which is going to take you through the step by step process of setting up your list and building that opt in. Okay, but I'm going to pop in the show notes, as I say. Flowdesk, the affiliate link. Um, Flowdesk is the platform that I use. So pop over to the show notes if you want to sign up for their 30 day trial. And as I say, thereafter, it is only $19 a month using my affiliate link. So hopefully this has been helpful to you in some way. And I will speak to you all on the next podcast episode. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me today. I do hope my information has been useful in some way. Now, if you have enjoyed listening, then I would really appreciate if you leave me a review over on iTunes or any other platform that you are listening from. Thank you.